Hello, and welcome to episode 77 of Creepy Soup. I'm Jill from Michigan. I'm Jenny from Wisconsin. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, we still didn't figure that out. <laughs> okay, so this is oh. take two. <laughs> because we did record this before, and I, I had no notes again. Um, and it was very chaotic. It was a fucking mess. So we're doing this again today. And then right after I get the email, it's going right out. So if anybody is wondering why it's late, this is why. Because I, I was fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta I gotta pause you. Can you adjust your camera, please? You don't like my closet? You know I don't. And in fact, I'll be nice and I'll take off my division of color for you. There. <laughs> See, I can't help, like just I don't know. I I gotta get this room. I've got other people's things in here and I need it out so I can have my room back and I know. Yeah, I understand. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay because I want to move this down a little bit and then I that won't ever be an issue. But yeah, I don't like my closet either. Yeah. This one or the be- one in my bedroom. Fair. Fair. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, I think that room would bother me more than the bedroom closet. I don't know why. Probably because as me, I would spend more time in that room. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, I was when it was clean and I liked being yeah. in here. But now it's not like, remember, it was a whole thing. I was like, oh, I've got to clean it. Got to clean it. It was months and months and months. And I finally fucking did it. And yep. it looked, it looked amazing. It did. I can't I even stay in it. Even bought a rug. No, even since then. Like since oh. then. Okay, because yeah, when we stayed, the futon, when you were here, the futon was on the opposite wall. Yep. And you didn't have the table that you have now. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I, I understand a lot's changed, but I mean, I, I know you've worked very hard on that room. And so I'm sure, you know, it would be like someone invading my room. I would be pissed. Yeah, I I had just got it the way I wanted. Just ordered this really cute rug to put in here. And my plan was honestly over to Chris, Christmas break. Like I just painted this room maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Ish. Um, and the walls are gray and my accent wall is like, it's literally called buttered up because it looks like, which is weird because I fucking hate butter. And Rachel over the last week has been sending me butter memes and I love you, Rachel. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. I like melted butter. I will cook with butter, but the thought the, the thought of someone taking like a spoonful of butter or a stick of butter and like I can't there's now you got me going there's two foods that I find utterly disgusting one is butter and it's butter form <laughs> I don't know what solid butter form. wouldn't be buttering <laughs> um and uh stewed tomatoes nope I'm okay with stewed tomatoes nope it's their texture understandable it is very different now I can do other kinds of tomatoes like crushed tomatoes um any of the tomato things that you may or may not put in chili but stewed tomatoes disgust the fuck out of me maybe it's because it still has the center in most cases no no i've never made it to a center come on (laughs) ew never made it to the center of a tootsie papa you what Never made it to the center of a Tootsie Pop, huh? So, 
quick story. A quick story about stewed tomatoes. Oh shit! Here we go. My dad's mom had, and I don't know where she got it from. If she made it up, I don't fucking know. But she had a recipe for her homemade pizza, which you would think would be amazing, right? Wrong. Yeah. Fucking fucking wrong. Wrong. Um. Well, my mom would make it. My brothers loved it. My dad loved it. Um. And that's what when hates it. I uh, my mom would make the homemade dough. I love the homemade dough. Um, my mom. Well, and this is what the recipe called for. Not just what my mom did. Anyone who's made this pizza, this is how they do it. They buy the big stick of pepperoni. Then they have one of those. I don't know what you would use now, but at the time, my mom had, and I'm sure anyone older listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's this thing that you stick to the table. And you put meat in and it grinds it up. My yep. mom my mom used to get the things of bologna and make her own uh bologna, like sandwich spread. Mm-hmm. It was also disgusting. Um, is it maybe because you watched it being made? No. Oh no, the pepperoni's not the part that grossed me out. No, no, no. So, I mean, I don't understand it because just slice the shit. Like, but what but whatever. It's what what the recipe called for. Still, I could do that. And then my mom would get like the longer pieces of the mozzarella cheese. And of course, she'd lay out the dough and top it with fucking stewed tomatoes. That was the pizza sauce. Nope. Nope. I fully understand your note. And I would very likely if ever tasted second i mean the pepperoni ground up is good it kind of brings out all of the the herbs and spices in it Mm -hmm. so that i understand again as a child it was very weird to me as an adult with taste buds i get it um and of course the cheese is great the dough was great but the sauce was stewed tomatoes so nope that's two textures that do not belong together that's it what stewed tomatoes don't belong to anything i'm sorry if you are if you are ahead of the stewed tomato fan club i apologize i'm not but i do agree that it does like in chili or something like that I'm, i'm okay with it you know um spaghetti I at least cut them in like quarters. Um, so, yeah. No. For me, it depends on what it's in. On pizza, no. no. They should be outlawed. <laughs> All right, mom, fight Jill in the comments because you love stewed tomatoes. Uh, so. We will fight, <laughs> Carrie. We will fight. <laughs> I, I oh, is like I said. Just think. Nope. Okay. So let's move on. <clears throat> so I have another funny story that happened yesterday. I was telling Jenny. I'm like, I have to tell it once we start recording. So, uh, we recorded yesterday, and like I said, that was ill fated. Um, <laughs> and yeah, as soon as so, we got on Zoom. Yep. And it was, the situation was, I have been busy and didn't really do notes. So I just last minute chose a story to do from a book that I have. And um, again, it, it's a story that I've been interested in. We'll talk about that when I get to it. And so I get to, I start writing notes and like little just bullet points and things like that and my son works third shift um so on when I'm home I try to eat I wait to eat till he's up and that way we've got to run once and that's it blah 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 so he finally gets up but I want to go take treats to the grandkids well I can't do both Well, then I thought, okay, we'll see how I feel afterwards. And I sat on the couch and I started scrolling TikTok. 
And the next thing I know, I wake up. My my TikTok had been paused, so I don't know if I did that. Was it paused on a regular video, or was mm-hmm. it like stopped on an ad? No, it was a regular video. And once I hit it, it the video continued. It was okay. So I wake up and I, I look at my- as you fell asleep, your thumb fell and paused it. Maybe I don't know, but it was paused. So I wake up, I look at my phone and went, oh my God, it's seven in the morning. And I look at my husband, he's awake on his computer doing his thing. I'm like, babe, why are you still awake? And he was like, well, I'm trying to do this new schedule thing. And I'm like, what fucking schedule is that? And then I look at my phone and realize it's only 7 p.m. I thought I had slept my entire night away. Wouldn't it have been awesome, though? I, You know what? I felt like I did. Like, when I woke up from that nap, it was only about an hour, hour and a half, hour and 15, somewhere in there. But I, holy shit, was I energized. <laughs> That's awesome. But they do say that, like, a 90-minute nap is the best nap to take versus, you know, like a 30-minute nap or something like that. Um, and that a 90 minute nap gives you the most benefits and makes you feel the most energized. And then once you start going up from there, that starts to decrease again. Yeah. Cause now you're getting too much sleep. And my yeah. guess, maybe it's got something to do with producing melatonin. I don't know. I'm not a scientist or sciency or a doctor. That's just I, my thought. I read an article and I could go into it, but I won't because I know, <laughs> There is reasons. What is your what is your recommendation? I've been itching (laughs) since it showed me. Let's go. Okay, so I came well, I shouldn't say I came across. Um, I have a friend on TikTok who doesn't necessarily do cosplay per se, but she does body painting. And she introduced me to one of the creators of the makeup that she uses. And it's something I've kind of dabbled in a little bit, um, but I would like to be able to do more. However, I don't have, you know, the right stuff. Um, And having the right stuff is hard for me because my skin is very sensitive. Um, However, I've watched these lives and in these lives, whether you are subscribed or not, you can win stuff. And if you are subscribed, you have more chances to win. Okay. If you're active in the community, someone might just notice you and gift you a box. Okay. These, it's um, a makeup subscription box. They start at like $100. However, um, like consider ipsy and all of those mm-hmm. but a, a hundred times better i i've seen the the uh, mystery makeup box people um my thing is i get so bored and alive <laughs> um she keeps it interesting they play games um recently started a thing of karaoke so say you've done a makeup look um and you can pop on and do like a lip sync or whatever. Um, you know, do a song, chat for a couple of minutes, pop off, and someone else pops on. So it, it keeps switching out and then like the makeup progresses as the night goes on. It's it's pretty cool. Um, at least to me, when I'm sitting at work doing nothing. Yeah. Um, so anyway. I got this because I'm in the lives all the time. It is a potion pot is what it's called. Um, and it's by Snarls Box. And it has all of these beautiful colors. And what you do is you get your brush wet and then you can use it to make various lines, you know, for painting and things like that. Um, and they make looks come out really cool but um as far as it being a mystery box it's not so much 
um, in the live, she goes over the different things that are in the box because she has created a lot of the different stuff. Okay. Um, like she has her own line of stuff that she uses, um, but then she will throw in other stuff. Um, and like she'll throw in merch and stuff like that. So, and the boxes are well worth it. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm hoping that one of these days I'll be able to get gifted a box because that would be awesome. Yeah. You, you keep us posted on that one. I will also do. have, I also have a TikTok related uh, recommendation this week. <clears throat> um, as I know, you know, Dan knows, Sherry knows, uh, Tony knows, anyone that has been around my husband knows he has major back issues that causes him not to do a lot of activities. Um, we've done two activities that he's had to leave early. Um, so as a wife who want, I want to do shit with my husband. I want, you know, so I'm always looking for these remedies that, you know, because even if he would go get pain shots, you could only do so many. Um, and they only last so long. And they only last so long. So once you get your limit, you're done until whenever. So um, try to find alternatives. Well, I think I found it. I think I have found it. Um, was scrolling through and saw like multiple. Like it's not like I've looked this stuff up before, but I kept seeing videos for it, and a lot of people were saying the same thing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna try it. Mm -hmm. So I ordered some. Quick shipping. Um, great shit. Um, it's the magnesium spray. Oh, okay. Um, so like it came Friday. Of course, it was cold Friday. So I brought it in the house and like stuck it under a pit, stuck it in my pocket, like any place I could to warm it up. And I'm like, we're going to try this right now. And so I went in. Uh, it says you can use like a carrier oil with it. So I had the castor oil, which is also supposed to be good for back pain. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to double down. Uh, put that on his back. And he, within minutes, did notice. He said, like, it definitely took the edge off. Well, you can use it up to four times a day. So I've been doing, putting it on like two, three times. And he said, now, mind you, this was Friday. Today is Sunday. So Friday, Saturday is the morning. Sunday is the morning. He's like, yeah, this is the second morning I've got up and I'm not in extreme pain. That's fabulous. Absolutely. Let's see how well it continues to go. Yeah. I also have back issues. I've had back surgery. That's the whole thing. Um, I've cracked my tailbone when I was in elementary school. Um, so I also have back issues. Um, I, it's been put on me exactly twice. And I woke up today in way less pain than I than I normally am. Nice. So I have hip issues. So that's actually what, what uh, prompted my weight loss journey was because I was afraid of falling in between the desks at work because there's three desks. Like there was a corner here, corner here, and a corner here. And I had to whoop to get out from my desk to the hallway. And yeah, that was a lot of corners. Yeah. I, I've seen that movie. It doesn't end well. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's when I started to think, okay, I need to fix my health and get myself under control so that I don't fucking die if I fall. Yeah. Um, and the magnesium spray has like, it's not just for pain. People use it for anxiety, depression, um, energy, sleep. I noticed I've been sleeping better. I'd have to ask Roy if he's sleeping better. 
but I mean, he went to bed fairly early and he said, I've been up since 10, but I didn't hear him say I got up hundred times during the night. So maybe it is working for the sleep. I don't know. But as far as his back pain, and like I said, anyone that's been around him, a few of the people that are on the page, I know they have. Um, we can and, attest to So to see him, like he doesn't walk like he's 80 anymore. Yeah, it's, I, the, and the thing is he takes magnesium vitamins. And the one explanation I got was when you take it orally, you're going to pass it. So you're taking it in, but it's coming out. But if it goes through your skin, which is your body's biggest organ, it's going to soak into the bloodstream where it needs to be. So, and if I'm not mistaken, like when you take it orally, like you do get a little bit of the benefits, but not nearly as much as if you were to actually put the magnesium on your skin and let it soak in. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to tell you, look, it's just a recommendation, but I highly recommend it. Like the stuff and just not even two, well, Friday, yesterday, and he hasn't even put any on today. So yeah, it's, the change is huge. Wow. Yeah. I go get you some. Yeah. I've, I've seen the videos. So yeah, to hear it from you, it, that's awesome. Yep. And they have like a no scent which is the one I got Roy because he doesn't like scents. And he was like, I could put this on before going to the store and I'm not going to smell like a tub of Ben Gay because I have this pain cream through the oils thing that I do um, that works really well. But if he's in pain and has to go somewhere, he just suffers because it stinks. It's got like the Ben Gay type smell. This has no smell. I even got the vanilla bean or vanilla butter scent, and it's not a strong scent at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, good shit. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to apologize for the upstairs noise. <laughs> That's fine. I'm surprised we're not hearing Roy tiptoeing through the kitchen. Sorry. <laughs> But if he, when he's, and it's not very often he's awake when we record, when we record, of course, we usually do record a little earlier than what we are right now, but look, I don't have to go to, I don't have to go to work today because I know I leave uh, several hours before Jen. So I (laughs) definitely have to be done first, but I don't have to do that today. So. Um, and after this, I have to go take treats and apparently chargers to my grandkids. Yeah. <laughs> Which means all their electronics are dying and they're wearing on their parents' nerves. That's what I'm taking from the whole thing. Yep. So That's what I got from it, too. Yeah, I... And I'm not looking forward to going outside. We got some snow. I was going to ask if you got any yet. Yeah, winter. Winter is here in Wisconsin as well. My leg says it's coming. It's not supposed to be here. It It, it is. It, it was supposed to be here already, I think. Yeah, I mean, we did have snow one, once or twice before, but it was just like a few flurries of done. It was nothing major. And I, I do want to say, if you see me putting something up my nose, it's one of these nasal sticks, which I get plugged up. And when I'm not using that, I have the Puffs with Bix sponsor us. Damn it. Right. I I need better Kleenexes than mothball scented Kleenex. Yeah. Oh, I'm now... Tony and I had went to look for a bag to take to the theater, like a little purse, because they mm-hmm. have specifications. And I found a good one at one store, but their debit 
the credit card machine was down and I had no cash on me. Okay. Went to a few other stores. They didn't have them. They had one had them, but they were stupid expensive for something like I'll use it again when I go back to the theater or any place that has restrictions. But just because it had a fucking Mickey Mouse on it, it was $25. No. So we found one and then Tony needed some things and like the health and beauty aisle. So I was looking for these. They had everything but these. These are the vapor inhalers, like mm -hmm. a, a Vic stick. Um, use these all the time as a kid. Um, as an adult, they are my best goddamn friend. But I've been looking for these because the lady at work had them and she, my nose was running. She's like, here. And I'm like, oh my God. This is heaven. Now, I had never heard of them. Apparently, they've been a thing for a while. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I, I just became aware a couple months ago, and I've been on the hunt ever since. Well, uh, I'm a weekly Walmart shopper. They did not have them. Well, while we were in the health and beauty stuff and looking for that, and we started walking past the tissues, I'm like, wait a minute. And there they were. So I bought the four pack. Yeah, I usually get the Vicks ones in the winter. And then I just get the regular, you know, with lotion in the summer. Yeah, these, they are wonderful. That is another recommendation. These two things. If you get sinus issues and you're stuffy, these are a lovely couple. <laughs> we are a throuple. <laughs> oh. So yeah, that's, that's today. <laughs> All right. Shall we get into today's story? Yeah. Well, again, take two. Um, this along with the Shepherd case, which you may or may not remember, may want, may want to forget. Um, but I will say it is funny. I was page. This is a book where a lot of my information came from. Um, it's Unsolved Murders, True Crime Cases Uncovered by Amber Hunt and Emily G. Thompson. I bought it at five below. But I was looking through, and there is like the picture pages where you got a few pages of pictures. And um, of course, I'm not going to be able to find it right now. It must, there's like two different sections of pictures. They need to get you some of the little tabs. Yeah. So this picture right here. I don't know if you can see what's going on, but it is uh, a, a <laughs> coroner. It's a coroner examining bones. Oh, okay. Do I know who that motherfucker is? Which one? The bones or the coroner? The coroner. Okay. Who's the coroner? Gerber no. from, the, from the Shepherd case. Sorry. Which the Shepherd, like the Shepherd case is also featured mm. in this in this book. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> Which is not why I got it. I just I just saw unsolved murders and grabbed it. I didn't look to see what was in it. So this case along with the Shepherd case are um the ones that really got me in to the whole they were the first cases that they sucked me right in and this is um the elizabeth short murder or more famously known as the black value murder so again i didn't have notes yesterday and <laughs> we finished and i was like okay thank god that sucked and jenny was like that was awful and I'm like, oh shit, if Jenny's telling me it's awful, we got to do this again. So we were like, let's do it tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I did it. Sorry. No, you know what? I'd rather have you tell me and redo this than put that out. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, 
Okay, so Elizabeth Short was born. I forgot her middle name. Never. Um, Elizabeth Short, uh, July 29th, 1924. So we said yesterday she would be 99 if she was still alive. Um, and her parents were Cleo and Phoebe Short. Um, I will say she was last seen potentially at the, and I can't remember if this is something we talked about in one of our stories, like where we talked about multiple places, but she was last seen at the Biltmore Hotel. I, I know it's I've possible. heard of it because, right. because like, it is supposed to be a, <clears throat> a highly um, haunted location and apparently she haunts it too because mm, okay. I did some of I've read of course was looking at stuff I was reading some of that um so she was mostly known as Beth what you look confused am I already fucking up no oh you just look you you just look confused for a second I yeah there's a notification from polo and it's typically you who polos me there's only one other person who polos me um and so yeah i was confused i was like why, why the heck do i have a polo notification <laughs> the only other person who polos me is dan so i get i get polos telling me i need to either save or they're going to delete but they haven't deleted yet yeah i've been waiting for that too <laughs> Okay, she was known as Beth, and along with her four sisters, was raised by their single mom, Phoebe. Her dad, Cleo, had abandoned them, and I even looked up pronunciations. Um, Yay. Uh, so, Spanish-speaking people call it Vallejo, and English-speaking people call it Vallejo. California. Okay. Um, Beth had asthma and recurring bronchitis, so it was recommended she move to a more welcoming climate for her. So she happily drops out of school and moves with her dad. That does not last long. Um, they don't get along, and he tells her you go your way, I'll go mine, which is great dad, right? Because when the police informed him of her murder, his response is, I want nothing to do with this. That's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, so once she moves, um, she is set to marry a major in the Air Force. His name was Matthew Michael Gordon, but he died in a plane crash in 1945. Um, by the time of her murder, she had made herself quite comfortable in San Diego. Um, she wrote her mom once a week. Um, she worked as a waitress. Uh, she, she wanted to be an actress. So she did appear as an extra in a couple movies. I would love to find those movies. It doesn't say she ever had like a speaking part, but I would still like to see it. So, um, and she aud auditioned for acting jobs whenever she could. She enjoyed male attention and her friends and roommates said that Beth had several suitors. Um, of course, her the murder causes a media frenzy. And when I get when I get in and when I get into some details, it'll be like okay, I can see why. Um, everyone who was a suspect was arrested and given um, a guilty man's treatment for a day. So it must have been a thing um, because at the last count, at least in this book, I want to say it was like 2006, there was over 500 people that have falsely confessed to her murder. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. 
over 500 people. Okay, I guess I can understand why the police would get pissed off and be like, you know what? Fine, you're arrested. Yep. <laughs> um, some of these people were suspects they had, and then some of them were people, like I said, that falsely confessed. There was right. a lot. Like within um June of that same year, because this was 1947, as of June, so six months later, 75 people had falsely confessed. Is that not crazy? No. Um, and then I've read that um, pissed off girlfriends and wives pointed their finger at their husbands. Sure. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was great. Some of the suspects that police named were um, one was Robert Red Manley, because, well, not technically the last person to see her, but the last person she was seen. <clears throat> dropped her off at a bus stop in downtown LA, but did not feel comfortable. Um, Sorry, I, I got a thing saying my internet connection is unstable. Yeah, you froze so for a good minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, So her new friend was supposed to drop her off at the bus stop in downtown LA, but did not com feel comfortable leaving her there. So she tells them, well, I'm supposed to meet my sister, Virginia. Virginia. At the Biltmore. So he drops her off no. there her when he can't find her he was like i gotta go i gotta go i got shit to do hold on you you glitched again um and do you have your phone connected no i never reconnected it after yesterday let me double check though <clears throat> sorry yeah we had issues yesterday and I had, oh, what am I looking for? What the, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't have um, my Wi-Fi on. Okay. So it, it could be weather related. True, true. If it's snowing there, that makes sense. Um, and I think it's snowing here too. So, um, so he goes inside, helps her look for the sister. They can't find the sister. He he goes. Um, and staff of the hotel, um, all say they see her there. She is at like one of the phone banks making phone calls that trying to reach somebody specific and then as if signaled by somebody she gets up at 10 o'clock and leaves the hotel and that is the last time she is publicly seen by anybody until oh wait 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 um so sorry i don't know how my notes did this um so he he because he had been the last person with her he, of course, is a suspect. He passed two lie detectors, and it was actually pictures of him taking the lie detector were published in newspapers. Um, the next person, the, this story is a little cool, is Army Corporal Joseph Dumais, um blacked out after the, their date on January 9th and doesn't remember anything after that so he says i think i killed her he had no details um no there was no evidence it was him it was one of their first false confessions so shortly I mean, after on the one hand it was very good of him to confess yeah i mean because I, I mean Maybe he thought that, shit, I blacked out. I don't know. This woman is dead. I was on a date with her. 
Right. Exactly. So, uh, so maybe he really thought he did it. Um, he probably did. And, you know, being a military man, you know, going, the only thing I can do is confess. Yeah. You know, whereas I think m- a lot of people, not necessarily most, but a lot would, you know, not say anything. You know, right. sadly. Yeah, so let's let's get to what he confessed to. So on the morning of January 15th, 1947, okay. um, a housewife, Betty Bersinger, and her three-year-old daughter are walking to a shoe repair store on South Norton Avenue. And they walk past like a, a park and initially the mother thinks they're seeing a department store mannequin um it is not it is now i'm gonna throw in a little trigger warning here but we know my beliefs on trigger warnings if you're listening to something like this there's gonna be nasty shit so but here's my actual trigger warning because this is pretty gross um they found elizabeth's nude body severed that's actually the name of the one book i read severed (laughs) by john elroy i believe or something elroy um but that that was the name of the book because it's actually one of the first true crime books i've ever read oh okay Uh, yeah um so she's nude and she severed like just above the pubic bone so that leads them to believe that it was some type of medical professional. Um, she had wounds where skin was scraped off. And I'll tell you where they put it. Jenny was not thrilled with this yesterday. <laughs> I I had a guess and I was wrong, but it wasn't any better. Yeah um so like one of the first things they noticed besides being naked and cut in half um she had the glasgow smile where they cut her past her mouth up to her ears i believe um so she also had wounds in her breast her left leg and the skin that was missing from the breast and the left leg was shoved in her anus so and also I did read there is a website and I have to look it up sorry again I'm not fucking prepared but we expect this, right? Because what I do is I send these links to myself so I can find them later. I do the same thing. And I'm trying to do that right now. But I don't. Mm. Nope, I'm not seeing it. So maybe I didn't actually send it. Um, there was, because I explained when I was trying to tell this yesterday that her lady parts were not developed normally. And I did read something, um, that there was like excessive skin that kind of made things difficult. We'll just say that. Um, so that's what these men are falsely confessing to. So, of course, there's, this goes international. And she claims to be friends with this actress who is a British actress. Even she is interviewed by the police and she just says, I never knew who she was. Did not know her. So 
there are two people who have written books and the one they may have written more than one but i'm not 100 percent positive the first one came out in 1995 and it was written by janice knowlton and it was called daddy was the black dahlia killer and i've read this book i've read this book um very interesting she claims not only did her dad kill her beth short but also at 10 years old janice witnessed the killing she goes through and the first thing that she says is she remembers going to elizabeth's house with her father which i hadn't mentioned yet that elizabeth lived in like a boarding house for women she did not have her own place so i don't think that would have been very likely because my guess is boarding house i mean i don't know about boarding houses now uh much less back then but i'm sure women boarding houses were very strict on men male visitors and especially male visitors with children um i don't know and her father's name was george so i don't know if george was married at the time if this was like an extramarital affair um but she claims it was an affair nonetheless. Um, there was some mental issues with her. And I don't remember exactly when, but shortly after her book came out, she did commit suicide. And after her death, her sister comes out and says, like, her memories are faulty and the book is trash. Um, which, again, I read it, but I went in not knowing any of this stuff. And it was convincing but again if you go into anything being unbiased it's going to be convincing mm -hmm. um and the second person who wrote a book that his father is the killer um one there's way more evidence backing it up and I've read this one and I read it after the other one. And that one does make more sense. Um, because, okay. And what they thought that their suspect would have had some medical knowledge to be able to cut the way they did. I don't know what Janice Knowlton's father did for a living. Um, but I don't think it was a medical, in the medical field. Um, Steve Hodell's father, George. I don't know what it is with the name, but George. Um, George Hodell was a doctor. Um, and he is actually overheard. And this is a direct quote, a direct quote from a transcript um that he actually said these words supposing i did kill the black dahlia they couldn't prove it now they can't talk to my secretary anymore because she's dead and at another point they do say that he kind of leads them to believe with things he says that he also killed his secretary and i did forget this bit of information in our little discussion yesterday but um his daughter so steve hodell's sister um Ho george hodell was accused of molesting his daughter for years and years and years and that is the claim that they still like it happened like yeah so um this is a case that has obviously never been solved that's why it's in an unsolved true crime book um but with all the evidence that like the steve hodel i don't remember the name of the book sorry i i gotta look that up um, While you're looking, I can do my witchy oh, topic yeah. for the week. Okay, so 
it's full moon and full moon rituals. Um, so full moons are meant for manifestations and realizations. They're meant to be a time for us to pause and reflect and see what's working, what's not, and what needs to change. Um, and so some ways that we can do that is by uh, making moon water, charging your crystals, um, smudging your space. Um, you can meditate on what it is that you would like to manifest and start a gratitude journal. Um, you can take a relaxing bath with oils and candles and, you know, kind of zen out. Um, the most common mistakes that people make is starting something new, like a new job, a new relationship or a project, which, you know, with the energies, it doesn't really align. So if you are starting something new, if you can push it off, you know, at least like a couple weeks, that would be great. Um, and remember, too, when you're journaling, you're going to want to try not to think so much in bringing in or starting something new, more so, you know, bringing something better. So, yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, and tomorrow is the full moon, correct? Tonight and tomorrow, yep. Okay. Okay. All right. And the book that uh, Steve Hodel wrote was Black Dahlia Avenger, A Genius for Murder. But it sounds like, despite being a doctor, and I believe he was a very well-respected doctor, it sounds like he was a major piece of shit. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. And... I mentioned this yesterday. There was a movie that came out quite a while ago. I was, initially was excited. I have, I still have not seen it. And I want to say it came in out like 2000, 2001. It was called The Black Dahlia. And Roy watched it and said, it's not what you think it is. So I've never watched it. But, you know, I shouldn't believe him because I love the Rocky movies. And he also told me that Rocky died in Rocky Five. So... I didn't watch that for a long time because I thought he died in it. He does not. I've seen the Black Dahlia and I can't remember a damn thing from it. Yeah. And I've seen the first three Rocky movies, but not the last ones. I don't oh, even know how many there are. Rocky Four is my favorite. Probably because it's got an amazing soundtrack. But I love the movie. I, I've seen it numerous, numerous, numerous times. Um, in fact, I watched one through four on a Saturday. At work. I didn't watch them. I played it on Netflix. I love the Rocky movies. I love the Rocky movies. I watched them all because I figured if I was watching a Rocky movie, I wouldn't have to listen to the person across from me. So I got them set up. And after the first two, it just started automatically playing the next one, which I didn't know Netflix did that. Um, yeah. But it did. And it was a nine hour day. So I watched, well, listened to all the Rocky movies at work. I love the Rocky movies. Um, That's awesome. Again, I didn't watch Rocky Five for a long time because Roy thought it would be funny to tell me that Rocky dies. So I'm like, I can't watch that. Like, I cannot, no, no. Um, he does not, because I finally watched it. And at the end, I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> so, yeah, that. Um, but, yeah, he told me that this movie is not what you think it is. So you're probably not going to want to watch it. But now that I think of the other story, I'm kind of thinking maybe I should I don't know but if you've watched it and don't remember it it couldn't have been that great not necessarily because I don't remember when I watched it so there could yeah. be a great number of reasons as to why I don't remember it yeah yeah I, I mean um... to be fair I I have discovered I have a lot of holes in my memory 
And some of them span great amounts of time. Yeah. Trauma's fun. Yeah, trauma is great. Um, something we talked about last night, but I don't remember why. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've got. Uh, it's still unsolved. Uh, most likely it is solved, but they've really, I mean, it can't really be proven. Um, yeah, unfortunately. I wonder, though, if they can do, like, posthumous. I'm back. You know what? I know they can. Because I remember reading an article about a posthumous or posthumous, however the hell you say it, uh, conviction. Yeah, whatever it is after you die. <laughs> um being convicted of something you know um i wish i could remember who it was for and when it was but i do remember it happened um and it was because you know the evidence was you know matter of fact plain of day like okay yeah it there's no way it could not have been this person um yeah so yeah it, it is possible yeah now i mean that that would be my theory that it was uh george hodell that did it um based on the fact that he was actually on the police's suspect list when it happened and not almost 50 years later or over right. 50 years later because it was 1999 I believe when uh Steve Hodel's book came out um so that would have been 52 years after her death mm -hmm. um so and of course his father was deceased and you know and I'm I'm sure in a death that all they're probably thinking well whoever the killer is is probably dead right but my guess is i mean this man if he was molesting his daughter killed the secretary yeah that that's my guess is that it was him um and yeah i'm in full agreement he probably did kill the secretary i mean if she knew anything about the fact that he killed you know, the Dahlia, it makes sense that he's going to kill her to, sh you know, make sure she can't talk. Exactly. You know? So. So, and <clears> I, <throat> I, the one thing that made um, the son think of that, okay, it was my dad, was after the dad died. Now, he does say he loves and respects his dad. Like, mm -hmm. they had a good relationship. Um I guess, except for the sister stuff. Um, but his stepmom, after his dad passed, gave him a photo album and there was pictures in there that he compared, like he counted freckles and everything and compared it and is convinced it was Elizabeth Short. So that's where it kind of started and it just went from there. But yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that being a good book. And like I said, even with knowing what I know now, I would still say that the other one wrote a good book, whether it's fact or fiction. Um, but it was a good book. Yeah. To me, um, from, you know, the things that were told, I would say it, it's most likely fiction, but it sounds like it was still a good story. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, and not only that, but like right. in the and I mean, it, it's possible she it. did witness her dad kill. Right, I was gonna say it. It does sound like it would be very plausible, you know, in the way that she described it. So, you know, maybe she yeah, did. And, yeah, and maybe she did witness her dad kill somebody. Right, and maybe that's where the faulty memories come in, and. So maybe the dad did kill somebody. It just wasn't her. Right. I'm in full agreement with that. Yeah. 
And that unfortunately is very sad because um, like you had said, the sister had come out, you know, and said she had mental issues. Uh, she did commit suicide. Um, however, if she did in fact witness this, whether it was Elizabeth or not, it very well would have caused, you know, massive trauma, which is, oh, yes. you know, going to cause some major psychoses. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if that's the case, it's so unfortunate for her because she would have suffered mentally for a great many years. Yep. Many. Um, it, I Let me see if I can figure, find out what year she killed herself. Do 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing that yesterday. Okay, she killed herself in two thousand four. So oh. about nine years after the book came out. Okay. Um. Do we know how old she was though? Um. I'm gonna let my calculator math that one. 60? 67. Ooh, I said 60 to 70. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, she she was 67. Um so I mean, my guess is if she had seen that, a lot, a lot, a lot of demons. Yeah. Um even like I said, I believe if she saw that it was somebody else. Uh I'm kind of of the camp that George Hodel did it. Same. Like I said, he was on the original police list in 1947. So 52 years later, when the son comes out with the book, eh. oh, yeah, that's what I got. That was fantastic. That was better than yesterday. <laughs> fire compared to yesterday <laughs> yes now i'm gonna go get ready to take my grandkids their treats <laughs> i am gonna do research on other things yeah i i think i know what my next one is gonna be um but i'm not 100 sure i have it wrote down somewhere well, I think what I'm going to do is the hotel that she was last seen at. Mm, okay. Because I, I did read it was a very haunted location. So I will yeah. tie them together. Sounds fabulous. Yeah. Um, I can't remember where I put my... I'm terrible with my notes. I make a note and I put it down and I lose it. I know, you know, I've also thought about going back to doing my notes on the computer, mm -hmm. but I mean, I guess I could do like talk to text into the computer and do it that way. Cause I don't mind typing. Typing is not an issue with me, but I got to do a lot of this at work now. Cause I did start my new job. I wasn't mm -hmm. supposed to start it until after Thanksgiving. So I was fully intended to stay at my job for the three days last week. And I was telling you yesterday, one of the people on my team were, was very upset with me that I just left. You didn't say goodbye or nothing. I am 50 feet away. I didn't move to another department or even another plant. I moved 50 feet away i can still bring in kids. like Ooh. yeah yeah because he was he was you could he was visibly pissed and then i went to say hi to him the next day i like tapped him on the shoulder hey and he just turned the other way and i was like oh you're mad mad <laughs> you're mad at me big mad yeah my my team leader still doesn't know but he i already know he's going to be okay with it because i put in for this job before and told him i did so mm -hmm. so he'll be fine with it he's not going to be mad at me 
you'll still be able to see him. Yes. And you'll and still be able to bring him cake. You'll still be able to bring him cake. Um I I can't remember if I told you about this, like because he's on sick leave. So I was trying to figure out when he was coming back without asking him, when are you coming back? So I'm like, what kind of birthday cake do you want? He's like, Jilly, I don't know if I'm going to be back in time for my birthday. I'm like, so that's whatever. It's unfortunate. So maybe by Christmas he'll be back. I'm hoping. I hope so too. Me too. I can't. Well, I'm in a different area now, but but you were having a rough time in the other area. Oh yes, and yeah. Not your own doing. I yeah. fully understand that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they it was the job, it was other people. Um, because without having a contract, they can add things to a job. Mm-hmm. And they were taking full advantage of us working without a contract. And now we have one, so good. I'm glad. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so I hope everyone enjoyed their holiday weekend and you got to eat lots of good food, spend time with family. I had my daughter, son in law, and grandkids over. It was a good time. Um, hope everyone had a good holiday. And I know you have to work the whole holiday weekend. So that that sucks. I hated working holidays. At this point, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But, okay, I hope everybody has an amazing week ahead, and we will see you next Sunday. Hopefully, we're not recording just before uploading. <laughs> Bye. Bye.